welcome, welcome, welcome to Two Queens and Crystal Things, the podcast where we are on some manifest your life, mm-hmm. shift your mind, mm-hmm. and raise the consciousness type of shit. Mm-hmm. I am Mia. And I'm Christy. And you can consider us your spiritual girlfriends for the next hour. Hey, and whatever that takes you in your mind, that's between you and you. (laughs) (laughs) That's none of our business. That's none of our business. (laughs) So I want to welcome you all to episode five. So last week, oh my goodness, there was so much to talk about as far as relationships are concerned. So last week's episode was divided into two parts. And we talked about healing from relationships. Mm, We talked about mm. forgiveness. Mm. And I think it's safe to say, I don't know about getting vulnerable. We did keep it raw and we kept it honest. Yeah. Ooh, um, baby, I like it raw. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what that song is, mm-hmm. you were grown up. Yeah, baby, I like it raw. <laughs> but we also talked about self-betrayal in relationships, and I think that's an important piece. We talked about toxic relationships. We talked about sex, and we talked about baby. how some... <laughs> We talked about how some relationships can be the impetus for your spiritual awakening and journey. Mm Mm-hmm. So today... Oh, man. Because we got into it a little bit with ourselves, okay? So today, we're talking about a spiritual awakening. I mean, so that can mean a whole lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. But we're going to go to the expert, Deepak Chopra, and use... For the purposes of our conversation and use his definition, he says awakening happens when you are no longer living in a dream world where you filter everything through your ego and focusing on the future and the past. Instead, you have an almost simultaneous awareness of your individual self and your connection between that and everything else in the world. So... I cannot, you know, another way to say this, also known as <laughs> shit gets real fucking real. Man, it gets and real. And you see yourself in a whole different way. You're just like, what the, what the, what the fuck is going on? I know. On? So it's hard. It, honestly, it is hard to define what a spiritual awakening is. So how, how would you define it? Um, I, 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 I like the idea of looking at it as, um, um, like you becoming aware. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's more just an awareness that I I am something that I'm not tapping into. That there's something going on. Like I feel like I'm there's something that I'm doing that I'm not supposed to be doing, or there's something that I'm missing. It's kind of like you know how if you if you say you get a paper cut but you don't see it at first because mm-hmm. you're going through it, then all of a sudden like you go wash your hands, you feel it, and then all of a sudden, now it hurts like hell because you're aware of it. The, that that I think the awakening is like you just became aware. Like something's not right, and I need to figure out what it is. Yeah. See, I have the hardest time trying to define what a spiritual awakening is. Um, but for me, I mean, just to piggyback off of what Mia said, it is an awakening. You do become aware, but it's almost... It's like everything you thought was true as far as who you believed you were and who you thought the world was, you know, who you thought the world is around you. Mm. All of that. That part. All of that changes and you realize that there's really no separation. And even like the people that you are around, like you see people and you're like, wow, we are just pieces of each other. 
creating mm-hmm. this larger picture uh, or puzzle. I mean, it's really complex. It really is complex. So I know a lot of people want to know, so how do I know when I'm going through a spiritual awakening? And I will say that everyone's awakening is different. It's not going to be the same. Just like everyone's relationship with the divine or with God or with the universe is going to be different. It's, It's going to be different for everyone. But, you know, there are kind of some basic telltale signs and again I think you also have to kind of do the work to figure out whether you're in that space or not Mm -hmm. Um, but these are some signs that you kind of are shifting and awakening and again I just want to make sure that you all are aware it's not going to be the same well, it's it's look. We're, we're, right now, we're going to give you basically kind of the WebMD version of you know how you look up something and like, right. do I have cancer? Here right. are all the symptoms. That you <laughs> so this is just some things that you could be experiencing. It. And, and I think that some of these people, um, you know, they'll some people these things will resonate with them. Like, oh my God, that happens to me all the time. Or some mm-hmm. people will be like, nah, that that maybe this isn't it. So this is not a comprehensive list, but this is just stuff that we've noticed and experienced and shared with other people. Yeah. So, so during my process, so number one is observing your patterns. And for me, when I was going through my spiritual awakening, I started noticing things about myself and I noticed how often and how freely and how I just compromised myself. I, com- mm-hmm. I would compromise to try to appease other people and I would sit back, like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you, why do you feel like you have to appease them? Or why do you feel like you have to compromise? That was, that was definitely something that I noticed. Um, what about you? I about to say, I, for, I think that wasn't in my awakening. That was after the awakening when mm. I started noticing how much I was compromising myself. Mine just came a little, again, That's it's different. Right. So... It was after I'm like, okay, I'm in the I'm, I'm, I'm still in the compromising. Right. I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working on it. Like I'm in the work now. And that's when I was like, I started noticing like I am really out here <laughs> just a whole side putting myself myself on fifty percent off. Okay. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm discounting. I'm, just, I'm over here bogling myself. <laughs> And you realize you are so much more. That's another thing, too. Um, Okay. Um, I will say, but one one is feeling a connection to oneness. Yeah. Starting to feel a sense that, okay, hey... Like, like, what did you say the other day? Oh, I get it. (laughs) I get it now. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But feeling the sense, like... Damn, we we truly, truly, truly are all connected. Mm-hmm. And starting oh. to feel that connection is it, and it kind of messes with you a little bit because you start thinking about the things that you don't like about the universe or people, and and you're just like, wait a minute, so what does that mean? Then you, that's when you start asking those deep questions. So yep. wait a minute, so if we're all connected and then you have these terrible, horrible, dark people, does what does that mean about me? Does that mean that's like okay, wait, hold on, everybody pause. Let let me clear my plate. I need mm-hmm. to think. What you think? Yeah. No, that's so true. Um, I think for me, I just started to have this sense of connection with people. Like, oh my gosh, like we, you know, we're kindred spirits and we're all like, you know, me being a little crazy. And I am over here drinking wine too, so you'll have to forgive me. But, you know. (laughs) I'm having purified water. (laughs) 
Lies. <laughs> that happens to look like wine. <laughs> look, there is nothing purified about that water. <laughs> My intentions for intake is pure. Excuse thou. So letting go of attachment is another thing. Mm -hmm. um, and how you define yourself. Like, and this is just really basic, basic, but cars and you know, making good grades and having all the money that you need. And your, uh, your titles. Right, titles. Ooh, and we titles. talked about, you can still mm -hmm. be spiritual and like nice things. Look, mm -hmm. we, we like nice things. Yes, mama does. We like very nice things. <laughs> and honestly, we, you know, as we are having this human existence, we should have nice things. We should be able to enjoy them. Absolutely. All right, what say you? What do you say? Um, let's go... Um, Feeling a sense of chaos but followed by inner peace. Mm. It's almost like understanding, acknowledging that there is some freaking chaos going on gives oh you a goodness. sense of peace because you're like, oh, shit, I see it now. So it's, and I know that sounds crazy. It's just like, what, 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 what? But there's a party that's like, oh, okay, we are identifying this now. Okay, okay, now we can work on it. So I think getting to a place where you're able to feel peace by yourself yeah. Is a good indicator or the desire for peace. Because you know, gotta think about it. You have to have a certain level of awareness to be like, damn, all I want is peace. And you think about that, that's that's yes. that's something oh that gosh. the old people used to say. The grandmas would be like, baby, I just mm. like girl, what you want for Christmas? Peace. peace. <laughs> like and and you know, as a kid, that sounds so just You're like, so old. Oh, that's right. not fine. And but and when you get a little some experiences and some wisdom behind you, asking for peace is like yeah. That's that is a a gift. No, that is. So having the desire for inner peace, like I think is it, that that's an indicator that you got some wisdom on you and mm -hmm. something's going on. And Which it's guy? funny, so I don't think I had like one period in my life where I had a spiritual awakening. I think it kind of happened gradually. Mm -hmm. But more recently, like last year, it felt like just shit was falling apart. Everything was crumbling. I mean, it's like, you know, when you go to the dentist and they're like, oh, well, we found this and we mm -hmm, found this. Mm -hmm. Oh, and by the way, that tooth in the back, that needs to go and we need to, you know. And I think, I, I, and honestly, I think that that's one of the great indicators that you're having a spiritual awakening is, okay, you know how it is in life. Shit is up and down. So say at one point in your life, relationships are up and positive. Mm -hmm. Your career is awesome and great. And but your you know your familial relationships are are shit. But you know what I mean. So there's always something that's like you sometimes be like, man, can I just get everything on the same level? You know, right. everybody cooking with gas at the same time. No. Nope. When you're having a spiritual awakening, everything is shit. Every. <laughs> Every you like, but I mean, like, like damn, <laughs> even my plants are dying. Right, everything <laughs> and the floor falls out like everything, everything. And, and because the, what that does is it, it, it's almost like spirit needs to make you uncomfortable for you to get to the point to ask, what the fuck? Right. And they're like, okay, now we got your attention. What the fuck? Yep, yep. Finally, <laughs> finally. And and sometimes and every again, it doesn't happen like that for everybody. But sometimes you know we can be spiritually hard headed. Oh, that's me all the time. You know, we're trying, you know, they're trying to get our attention. It's time for the next movement. It's time for your next wave. It's time for your next level of initiation and ascension. If we're not paying attention and we're not tapped in, they're going to keep trying to get 
our attention because mm-hmm. that's what we put in place. So when the bottom falls out, that's for our hard, our spiritually hard-headed people. Yep, and that is me. And that so like would be <laughs> Mia. <laughs> Hey, Christy. <laughs> Definitely spiritually hard-headed. So, also, like, as far as, like, getting attention, like, I would hear certain things. Like, I would hear someone talking to me, but I thought it was just me talking in my head. And I thought I was, I, I was like, okay, well, I, maybe I'm going crazy or I'm hearing stuff. But this is part of, you know, the next piece, which is increasing your intuition. And for me, that represents just getting downloads from the divine or from spirit and it might be something as simple as you're driving down the street and it's like okay turn right and it's like I'm not gonna turn right I always turn left it's like no turn right and then you go ahead and turn right and then you realize when you turn left that you just missed this horrible car accident Mm -hmm. something like that like I was I would hear things and I was like whatever and just it's almost like I I, I know I will say I haven't um, had uh, ever had a conversation with any woman, and and we're talking about their spiritual awakening. Every there's a consistency that you feel crazy. Oh yes. There's a point oh where you're gosh, just like, yes. oh okay, no for real, and and that's where the fear comes in, where we're not talking to each other, where you're not looking for a community, where you're not looking for people to speak to about this, which mm-hmm. is why we have this, right? Exactly. Because you literally are like. I'm losing my shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not. I'm not losing. And you're like, okay, okay. All right, man, we're gonna get up. And and what is your name? And what do you do? <laughs> okay, you got that. You got that. Okay. And then so because what's happening is your highest self and your spiritual guides, and we'll talk more about spiritual guides. Mm-hmm. But let's just say for the purposes of the conversation, let's say your highest self and the universe is trying to get your attention. So the way that we perceive voice and beings is is based on you know what we know so they'll mm-hmm. show us something comfortable so oftentimes when we are getting messages from the divine it's our voice if right. it's comfortable it could be like your mom's voice it could mm-hmm. be a voice where you're just like is grammy talking to me like she's always preaching like pay attention to you know that that's just something for you because they know that you'll recognize it right so the thought is that we're all connected to ourselves so when we hear ourselves that we listen to it but sometimes we don't listen to it mm-hmm. so when you start hearing yourself talk to yourself more as i air quote that could be a sign that you're having a spiritual awakening yep you are not crazy, and there are people who have who have been convinced that they are crazy and mm-hmm. literally c- commit themselves because they're just because you start to question everything. You and well, sometimes what happens is, um, if if we are the type of people who kind of like say what we want, and you know, and have no problem speaking it out loud, then somebody will say you know, hey, what's going on? And you might start saying something like, do you know we're all gods? And they'll be like, oh, hell. <laughs> Christy, here we go. Okay, poo-poo. <laughs> I see you doing good. Right. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> we were talking about... Um, Ways you know that you are going through an awakening. So, um, next one is synchronicities. Mm-hmm. Seeing things over and over again. And I know a lot of people see numbers. 
in I particular. I've angel numbers all week. Oh my goodness. 1111. 222-222-333-444-555-666. All those. Any number that you're seeing, seriously, when you're like, seriously, how do I keep seeing 111? Like for real. It's for a reason. Don't discount that. It's like yep. a, it's like when you start noticing patterns or you keep seeing the same word over and over and over again or something mm-hmm. like that. It's like you're starting like it it's like the universe is trying to talk to you and get your attention so it's going to show you things like that. So patterns like dominant colors coming in. And honestly, any there's so many places um you know on in the internet on the internet where you can google and say, "Hey, Spiritual mean angel number two two two. Put it in Google and like a lot of things will come up and you will probably see like oh shoot this is what's going on with me. Yeah. Um. So that's another way. Um. What's what's a what's another thing that you experienced when you realized you were having your spiritual awakening? Um. I would say increasing compassion. Um. And I re- I think I remember actually I think I called you. Because I remember I was driving, heading to um, Lakeshore Drive. For those of you who live in Chicago, hey. Hi. I was, <laughs> that sounded so miserable. Hey. <laughs> but there was this woman who crossed in front of my car, and I just automatically picked up like what she was going through and the emotions that she was carrying, and I just started to cry. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. I mentioned I do remember you. this. I mentioned to me, I was like, oh my gosh, I just, I just felt everything she was feeling. And I started to cry. And see, and this is, this is another reason why, honestly, for real, that it's so beautiful that we designed. We, d- we did not design it for us to go through this journey by ourselves. Mm-hmm. So people come into your life for a reason and, and, and seasons. There's always, you know, something to be learned. So there is no accident or haphazard or deja vu like you know people are in your life for a reason but this is why we have to start talking about what's happening when people go through this Mm -hmm. so you you know saying that and it's like oh okay well let's talk about clearly you're an empath and you're able to feel other people's feelings now we need to really talk about how to protect yourself but if I hadn't been in a place where I'd been through that I wouldn't have been able to tell you like girl you gotta protect yourself from that and how do you protect yourself and shift from that that's why you need to look out for a community and people need to be honest about what's going on so that's why we always gonna be very honest about what it is that we've experienced and you know talking to other sisters going through going through this and having gone through it and where they are in their journey it's just it's beautiful yeah and that's why i asked you to be my spiritual coach i need help i don't know what to do i don't know where to go and and, and you guys it's, you would think that people have it like seriously just think about this People having an awakening and ascension and understanding of who they are, you would think that would be like learning arithmetic, two plus two, and that you can find resources everywhere to understand what this is. It's like you literally are finding yourself. Yeah. And it's not. Well, that's because I'm not even about to get into my theories as to why people don't want you to know who you are. All I'm saying is don't give your power of creation away. Okay. Now, um, another way uh, that you can recognize that you're having a moment, an awakening, an awakening is moment. 
starting to understand that you your soul lives forever and that's honestly who you are that you are truly a spiritual being having a human experience which removes the fear of death mm-hmm. because you're like I don't I don't die I ascend I evolve and I manifest into something else so that's not um so start starting to get to the point where the death does not doesn't doesn't create a fear in you like maybe yep. like it used to and again oftentimes when you're sharing this as you're going through this with <laughs> friends you're like you're like you know mom i'm i'm not afraid of dying and they look at you like okay first of all sit your ass down <laughs> because people will interpret that based on where they are right. so we should be make sure that we're gentle with ourselves and and be aware of if someone can't understand what you're saying or be able to translate what you're going through or have or relate to it that doesn't mean that something's wrong with you or that something's wrong with them it's just mm-hmm. that that's just where they are at that point yeah that's so true so what about like uh do you remember feeling like i'm not i'm just not afraid of dying anymore yeah, so once I kind of understood, so again, once I was going through this particular phase more recently of my spiritual awakening, I there were a lot of, excuse me, a lot of beliefs that I had to let go. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly, you only have one life, and once you die, that's it, then your spirit goes to heaven, and there's no more. Mm-hmm. But then once I started to really understand and do a lot of research, I realized that the spirit continues to live. You're just, you know, your spirit gets reborn. I'll just use that term into a human body each lifetime, you know, whatever mm-hmm. that lifetime is. And so then I got to a point where I was like, I'm, I'm honestly not afraid to die. I think if anything, of course, my kids, I don't want them to be sad, but no, I'm not afraid to die. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think, like when people first hear that, I know it's somebody out here listening that, that can relate to this. We think <clears throat> that means you have a I don't give a fuck attitude about life. And that's not necessarily right. no, what that means. I, and I think it's actually the opposite. It's like I value this life mm-hmm. so much that I'm going to live it to the fullest because I understand Yep. how temporary it is and I understand that I'm a creator I can make this shit whatever I want it to be yep. and so I'm going to appreciate it but no I'm not afraid to die because that is inevitable it is inevitable that that that, that, that will happen that in this That's body true. it will end yeah. so because you know that it's going to end that should give you power and strength in knowing to live it to and your fullest to your fullest because you know, you know it's going to end and a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't live life to the fullest, and they don't really think of what could happen if tomorrow they were die- if they were to die, and everything is so serious, and everything is so... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah! That's my pirate song. <laughs> ah! Why did you just make me think about Dave Chappelle and his latest com- uh, stand-up comedy where he was talking about the Care Bears? He was talking about how in the cartoon, the Care Bears, when it was time for them to get rid of evil, they, he said they were locked down and squeeze out and get real determined like... <laughs> he said, and love with literally 
shine from their fucking belly. I used to love the Care Bears. I'm not going to. I love the Care Bears. Woo. Well, just call me Care Bear. I'm, I, I love her. Mm, I'm determined. <laughs> I'm shooting love out of me. I'm shining love your way. You're going to. trying to eat the salad like oh okay I'm so hungry and I'm over here eating the salad and she's trying to kill me I'm just saying oh my gosh I think I just got too this bad. is you know I'm funny in all dimensions <laughs> inside joke <laughs> but no she is funny in all dimensions I'm just uh, that's a whole nother conversation but it's so true okay <clears throat> All right. We're back. Oh, my gosh. My stomach. (laughs) All right. So increasing authenticity. I realized, um, you know, as I was going through my divorce that I had stopped living the life of Christy. I was living someone else's life. I had no Mm -hmm. idea who that person was. And I got to a point where I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I need to start living my authentic self and this is honestly relationships when when we ask people like okay why did your relationship break up you know it's like oh it might have been a financial thing or Mm -hmm. there was some infidelity um deception I don't know but I think that what all of that comes down to anytime a relationship is is it good because when I say she is over here Killing the salad. <laughs> okay, sorry. <clears throat> uh, but I think what all that boils down to is um, people aren't aren't able to be them authentic their authentic selves in a relationship. So when you get when you're acting in any aspect of yourself, you know that that you're going to be authentic someplace. Right. So. It, it allows you to do other things that you might not do. So that's why I think it's so important for people in a relationship. If you aren't being who you fully are, you are literally lying to yourself and them. So you might as well be fully who you are because, if, you know, when there's a connection and people love each other, you're just going to accept them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just like, oh, that's okay. I get that. I love you. I see you for the fullness of you. Right. No matter just what. Just allow people the opportunity to see the fullness of you are so that they can choose. Mm-hmm. When we start tricking people into, you know, I'm a care bear, but, you know, no. I'm, a, no. <laughs> I'm, this, I'm the sunshine I'm a, care bear. I'm so happy you did not do that this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I would have peed my pants. <laughs> And then we know we we got a stinger on our ass, like you know, hey, I, I'm a, I'm gonna care about you, but I might be, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a fix your wounds, but it might be a wound I gave. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta be honest about who we are. Yes, we gotta be honest. Um, and I'm gonna say another thing is um like your desires change. They do. So I was reminded of this uh, today in a reading that I did this. um, It's like things that were important to you 
or you know that you saw as a way of um, that you identify with is okay I'm growing I'm succeeding I'm like don't mean as much to you anymore like the success you want is like okay I want some inner peace I'll tell you that's when that grown woman should start kicking it like what do you want fucking peace (laughs) like just peace I mean good sex too well I mean that that precedes peace it calms you and just <gasps> so you gotta let that out. <laughs> I'm just saying. The but you know, so your desire um changes in how you see yourself and how you identify with yourself. You start asking yourself, and I think last week our temple work was we we're saying how would you describe yourself without mm-hmm, is that an additional or um sorry, how you would describe yourself without saying like what you did for a living where you live like whether or not you were a male or female like how would you literally describe yourself as a being to somebody yeah and that's you know a little bit more difficult when you think about that so when you're going through sometimes when people are going through a spiritual awakening they start to question all those institutions and foundations of how they describe themselves and defined who they were. Yeah, I so it's like, you know, down. I am a senior vice president of this company and I do this and da, da, da. and then it's like, okay, when you start having a spiritual awake, you said, and okay, so now so that literally is that is that what my legacy is, my title at this job? What in the enough. purity hell am I doing right. here? That is when you start to, again, it's the awareness that there's something, (laughs) the purity hell is going on right here. (laughs) I swear, I remember just thinking, and and this still comes up for me, I'm like, what if we're just all, you know, some other planet Sims game? I'm I'm a whole somebody's kid. (laughs) I talked about that too. So it's just... It's when you start to realize, okay, and people, you know, get made fun of for being honest with what they're experiencing. But sometimes when people are experiencing, none of this shit is 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 what I thought it was. Yeah. And they start to express themselves. Those, are, you know, those are people that 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 you know that we some people identify as crazy, or or you know. So the real trick is being able to identify and acknowledge the God in you mm-hmm. and still live on this plane. But acknowledging the God in you helps you to find what your purpose is. Because it's, you know, the, the divine in you always knows what it's here for and always knows what to do. So when you get to the point where you're acknowledging like, oh shit, I'm a whole divine Man. being. Oh shit, I'm here for a whole freaking reason. Oh, let me go figure that out. That's honestly one of the most beautiful and pivotal moments in someone's life. Just understanding that that's a thing, you know? I never think that you're here on earth to just wake up and go to a job and survive. Like, all of us have a purpose. And I feel like everyone's purpose is just as important as the next person. Absolutely. Because some people will think, oh, well, you know, I'm only... No, you're not only anything. You are. I am. But I'm sorry, you guys. This salad is so bad. So the, so the last one, the last piece to um, how to know that you are awakening is flourish. Like once you, once you get to the place where you, I don't, I don't like saying this, but you learn that lesson or you learn the lesson 
and you make it through to the other side, you start to see yourself blossom. Ooh. You're like, oh, shit. Right. No, for real. Like, there are times where I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. When, like, when did you come? Mm. And I just... Where I, you been? Yeah, hey. where you been, girl? Hey, <laughs> hey Bo. Hi, Bo. Um, but it's special. Like, you just begin flourishing everything. Like, things in your life begin to flourish. Mm-hmm. Um, you start attracting people into your life who help you to flourish. I, I remember um, I would, when I would meditate... As an um, mm. this used to come up a lot. It's not. It hasn't so much now, and I, I don't necessarily know what that means. But I do know that when I, when, in hindsight, when I look back, when I was going through transformations, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm going through one now, just a different one. But going going through transformations and becoming just more aware and enlightened in myself, just in my, you know, just in my world, I um would see, um. I would see two things. It was either a baby chick in a shell trying to poke to get out. Mm-hmm. So it would be like the shell and the, and the baby chick is like, you know, like it's, it's holes in there. Like I'm trying to, okay, trying to, and like I would literally see like the chick just being like exhausted and tired trying to get out of there. And then the other was, I, I and it's so interesting to me. So I would see like dirt and the and you know that first little bud that pops out of, mm-hmm. and I would be able to hear it. So I'd be oh, sitting wow. there and it was just like you're sprouting, and they were telling me like you're sprouting, like keep going. But you know that that's the other thing about the uh, getting into awareness and understanding that there's levels to this shit. Mm-hmm. A lot of you know this this is not an all love and light fight, right? This is um. Yeah. A lot of the aware, a lot of the work happens in the dark. So if we look, and I'm just saying like that, it made me think about that when I said that visual that I used to have that sprout coming out. Mm -hmm. It's like by the time that sprout comes out of the ground, when you think about like for real in life, there's so much magic and beautiful shit that happened in the darkness. Right. That nobody sees. All we right. see is that sprout coming mm-hmm. up. Like, oh, of course, that's what it does. That's what it's supposed to do. Yeah, but you, but we see. don't. You have no idea the struggle that has happened for people to get people to the point where they can sprout. So sometimes, what causes a spiritual that's awakening deep, yeah. is trauma. Oh my gosh. Ooh, and I, I have not <laughs> met a person yet a healer. I have not met yeah. one healer who has not experienced severe trauma in their life, like dead ass. I'm not even like, yeah. I don't know, not one. Um, <clears throat> so sometimes, you and I talked about this earlier, just in t- like sometimes like everything is shit. Like, you know, relationship, career, life, your spirituality, your family, your friends, every, just, it's all terrible. Your money is funny. Your money is funny. You, you balling on a barely, barely there budget. Like shit just like goes from sugar to shit. <laughs> it's like sugar to shit real fast. So it's, and oftentimes it's trauma. So that could be, mm-hmm. you know, the loss of a loved one. Unfortunately, that oftentimes is what kicks off um, people's spiritual awakenings because, again, it's about the awareness and you're starting to ask the question. So, if you know, when women, uh, sometimes they lose babies. We, we lose um, family members. Um, 
parents and so and then you know and I'll think about this I know everyone can relate to either saying or hearing somebody say like I just don't understand what type of God would it be that will allow that to happen Mm -hmm. like you know this person was a good person like why would I lose my baby I'm a good person and so sometimes that trauma gets you to a point where you're starting to question like okay what is this this god thing like how would you allow that to happen then you just start questioning every institution because you're sitting there and there's you know and because the way that our world works everyone's afraid of being sued so you're looking for answers everywhere so you're talking to your doctors like now explain this to me and they can only say so much because Mm -hmm. they don't want to be sued and so you can't go any place for answers and that's when you're having that awakening Mm -hmm. you're like Oh, so I got to for real go in yes. and say, what in yes. the hell is going on? Yes. Explain this to me. And then that's when people start playing the guy like, yo, homeboy. So, you know, mm-hmm. break this down to me. And that oftentimes starts your own journey. And people start getting into <clears throat> different um, ideologies and, and different, you know, religions. And kind of start just going down to see what... You start searching. You start searching. People start seeking. Let me tell you something. There is so much power in the awareness, and then you put some action to it and start seeking. Mm -hmm. God will always meet you. He'll meet you right at the door. Like, oh, you just, come on, let's do this. I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I I think for me personally, um, I've, I would say that trauma helped me to understand who I was because yes. it helped me to understand my resilience. Mm-hmm. It helped me to understand. Like, I would just be I waking agree. up like, oh, shit, I'm still here. Yeah, right. Like, y'all y'all whole want me still here. Like, this is, cr- okay, so it must be for something because who lives after that? <laughs> like, so I think that for me, trauma helped to kickstart um a spiritual you know several spiritual awakenings for me mm-hmm. um I, I, and I, and I, you know I, I say this in jest but honestly it might be true i think i might have been one of the spiritually hard-headed so like so for chrissy for you how, you know i know you said you're spiritually hard-headed but do you think that trauma was one of the impetus for you was an impetus for you to start your spiritual awakening oh absolutely yes and I would say this, again, I don't think I had just one spiritual, like one phase of spiritual awakening. I think like throughout my life it happened in pieces. Mm-hmm. But I would say the, the straw that broke the camel's back is, <laughs> is um, my second marriage coming to an end and realizing that I just couldn't see myself being happy in a space where I couldn't be my truth I couldn't be my true self mm-hmm. and I was tired of compromising who I was mm-hmm. and I actually knew in my heart like this is going to be good for the both of us because I mean as whenever I tell people oh, I'm going through this divorce people apologize I'm like please don't apologize this is actually very good for both yep. of us but I think that kickstarted it because I realized that I wasn't being my true self and, and so Here's the thing. We hear we hear these uh, these terms a lot, like you know, being my true self, standing mm-hmm. in your power, like and and it's and I think that when you start searching and you start seeking, you're like, what the fuck? Does that 
mean. And so I'm going to give you a quick way to be authentic to yourself or to at least have the conversation with yourself in every moment when you're questioning, like, wait a minute, am I doing an authentic thing or am I, do I have the mask on? When you are in whatever situation, you're trying to figure out if you're being authentic to yourself, just stop for one second. And if when you think about what it is that you're doing, if it literally feels Mm -hmm. good, you don't feel you're not questioning, you don't feel shame or guilt or you're having to talk yourself into an action or a decision. That's when you know you're being in your authentic self. Mm -hmm. Even if whatever that is is going to piss off every other person (laughs) and where you are. If it feels like, but this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes it's hard to make that decision, but at least start to acknowledge that it's there because it's always there. We always freaking know when we about to do some bullshit. (laughs) We know, but we can justify it. But see, I didn't start this though. See, he started it, so Mm -hmm. now I'm going to finish it. Like we can, we always know we always have a freaking choice you guys so that's one way like how does it feel if you happen to convince yourself that's not your authentic self so just allowing yourself to be like oh shoot i know sometimes it's scary do the shit anyway Mm -hmm. just be like oh my okay i am the only person that's gonna say this everybody else thinks this is a good idea i don't want to participate so okay okay push bigger panties on no (laughs) <laughs> oh wait, that felt good. No, 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 no. Hey, no, no. She's no. taking the break. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> so, can you have more than one spiritual awakening? I mean, Abs- I, guess I kind of. I think yeah. That. I think like you know, there's there's levels to this. Levels to this shit. Or, you know, waves. Because I don't want to say levels because I think that gives the indication. It's like, you know, there's like, you know, like this, like higher, higher. It's just where you are. It's just your waves. It's up and down and around and swirl and, you know. True. It is the truth. So I know that there are, so I've run into some people and I'm not going to say any names, but... I was asked, well, you know, hey, how can I open up my third eye? Or, hey, how can I, how can I, how can I? And there's not always, right. And there's not always a concrete answer. But as far as, like, people who may be wondering or thinking, how can I assist in my spiritual awakening? There are a few things. Mia, you may have some additional ones. Um, But meditation helps. Honestly, that is the thing that really helped me. Mm -hmm. Helped me get to know me. It meditation allowed me to get through the layers deal with the shit that I didn't want to deal with I'm gonna be honest with you for me meditation was a little bit it took me much longer to grasp I was a little bit further past the awakening moment before I was able to grasp the meditation thing because I used to think that you know, I had this image of, you know, I'm sitting there and my mind is fully clear <laughs> and I am pristine and, you know, I'm sitting in the lotus position and I'm umming and I, and, I, and I just, and I couldn't grasp that as I was going through this because I didn't feel that pure, that clear. Mm-hmm. So it took me a while to get there. Now I know, though, that that's not necessarily, it is not this pureness or this clearness. It's just allowing yourself to quiet and hear everything that's coming in. But I didn't know that at the time. Yep. So, um, honestly, it was talking out loud. But what I'm learning is that was my form of meditation. Mm. 
say, saying it out loud for myself or start a writing it down like you know yeah we talk about this down. I write everything down so that was my form of getting it out so because the, then I could, it gave me an opportunity to be able to process it so I can go back and look and I'm like oh that's what that means but sometimes when you're in the thick of it you can't see it so meditation I think honestly is just a practice of being able to speak to yourself Mm -hmm. so my meditation early on was writing getting it all out and that was my form of meditation I just didn't know that at the time Mm -hmm. Um, some other things that will kind of assist in the spiritual awakening I don't know if you believe this but um, spending out, spending time outside. I mean, you I honestly the, think I'm that like, you nature. Know damn well, I believe that. Like Girl. honestly, I do believe like being nature, like yeah. being in nature and being connected to nature. It just, ugh, like it just, it's different. It's different now. Like it's, I think it you is. just have a different level Ooh. of appreciation. Oh my god! But again, it goes back to like the whole. Like, look at all this whole life, right? And then you can also laugh. Like, I, I mean, I'm always laughing. I do silly things so I can laugh, and I do silly things to make other people laugh because I think laughing is healing, and it's, you know, just opens you up to well, a different I mean, vibration, too. And think about it. Seriously, I think a lot of the things that I would judge myself for I have, like, this guilt and shame. I'm able to look back and laugh my ass off like, child. <laughs> <laughs> you were a whole fool but I now I can laugh about it because I accept all parts of the journey yeah I accept like that it it it's all it's all for me it all made sense it was all part and pieces of who I am and one and being able to accept that but laughter just because seriously I oh I have gosh. I have been like straight like in the closet crying <laughs> like looking a whole mess and then all of a sudden it's like you get getting all that out then all of a sudden the laughter will come in like, <laughs> girl, like, and, and it's just, it's a release. Yeah. And I like laughing. I mean. Mia is funny. Oh, I my gosh. I love laughing. She is hilarious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She had me dying. She had me dying. I, look, you guys, it moves the energy around. <laughs> like, going on this journey, like, yes, it's it's, it's scary <laughs> and cold rainbow. and dark, but God damn it. It's, this shit is fun, too. Uh, t- y- y'all get on this rainbow ride with me. I'm trying oh to tell gosh. y'all. <laughs> Hilarious. We, did, we went to um, a spiritual retreat this past weekend, um, Soul Ascension Spiritual Retreat, and it was absolutely wonderful. And um, we were very fortunate that, that we were in a room. I'm sidetracking real fast. We're in a room with a, with a, a room full of healers. So you have light workers, I mean, just all type of different healers, all women. And so as we are journeying, uh, <laughs> I, I swear, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, you just kind of speaking out and like, it, you guys, they, this was definitely. We're not the same. When I'm, yeah, we're not I'm just going to say that. And I think that being open to feeling whatever everybody needed to feel, I think all the mm-hmm. women that came there were very vulnerable. Like, whatever I needed this time, I'm open to that. And whatever we need to do as a collective, I'm open to that. We were able to come together as a collective for the healing of one particular um, sister. And I'm just going to leave it at that. And then we were also able um, to have our own journey and healing and see kind of where, we, you know, everybody mm-hmm. was, you know, was able to be met where they were. Um, but apparently, so at one point <laughs> during this time, 
Chrissy looks over me. She was like, so you funny on in every dimension. <laughs> she said, no, she said, you even funny on this side. <laughs> it is I, so true. Oh, my gosh. I, and so the, and the women were telling me that. They're like, oh, my, like, seriously, Mia, like, I... I, I'm I'm just a joyful ass fucking like what I just what she had me dying oh my gosh mm, now I feel like a big marshmallow <laughs> <laughs> oh my so gosh crazy. I just <laughs> yeah hey I was trying to tell him to get like me I'm like hey y'all need to get on this ride with me it's free admission <laughs> come free. admission is free come join me hey. <laughs> I'm just saying. So and after laughing, he's dancing. <laughs> and for those of you who follow me on my personal Instagram page, no, I'm always dancing. I'm always doing something. I just, oh, it just body movement mm. again. Another way to move the energy around. Yeah. That's the thing, you know. She's a, uh, you know, a reformed professional dancer. You know, professional dancer. Retired. Reformed ones are retired. Not that I would only. You think about that. That's just what I heard on the street. <laughs> so, yes, dancing, just, again, a way to move the energy around. And, honestly, it's about finding some place where you feel good and free. Yeah. So, for people, it's, you know, yes. some people is being outside alone. Some people is meditating. Some people is dancing. Yeah. Like, what, what you know, what is that? And uh, Chrissy's yeah, favorite true. thing, she likes to say, have an attitude of gratitude. Oh, yes. And, honestly, you guys, having gratitude for where you are currently. Mm-hmm does so freaking much of uh, releasing a different type of energy instead does. of thinking about what you don't have. Right. If you think about what you do have, that attitude of gratitude is a real fucking thing. Right. Because you might, I mean, no one's life is perfect, you know, at that particular moment. But then once you start appreciating what you have, even the stuff that you may lack, then it's like, okay, now it's then now you can be trusted with more. So you can be trusted with more, and then you start appreciating that, and you have gratitude around that, then you can be trusted with more. Just There are days where I wake up, and I'm like, wow, thank you for the life that I have. Like, I'm just so... And even, like, the people that are in it, I'm very, very picky with the people that I allow in my circle, and I've said that to a couple people this time this week, or several times this week, but... It's just important to appreciate where you are, what you have. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just. And honestly, I think here, here's here's the dope thing. Seriously, when you when you are coming into awareness, if put like this, if you start to think, "Am I having a spiritual awakening?" The answer is yes. Yep. So when you are coming into um, a spiritual awakening or going through a spiritual awakening start to really listen to yourself like you yeah. because you intuitively know what you need like seriously i it would be times i like i would be going through it so much just trying to figure out what in the hell is going on in my body and i would and i'd be like like saying out loud like what the fuck am i supposed to do right now and my body would tell me go take a shower or go take a bath go sit down go sit like you need to just scream it out whatever it is that mm-hmm. I need and my body would tell me and the thing is where we stifle ourselves is when we don't freaking listen yeah. you know every time go have sex go uh, run in the rain whatever it is listen to your freaking self cause you know you know what you need yeah um and sometimes y'all <clears throat> And I don't know if we said this before, but I think it's 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 important to be honest with with the fact that the a spiritual awakening has waves. It is joyful mm-hmm. and painful. Joy, 
and pain. What up? What up? Sunshine. What else? What else? And rain. Keep it up. Keep it up. Joy. Oh. What else? What else? Hey. Hey. Sunshine. I can't help it, y'all. It just came out. Okay, so it's painful. And so, but we just talked about like trauma, just in terms of how trauma can turn turn something on. And if you think about it, necessity is the mother of invention. If you th- take that to a spiritual realm, sometimes you gotta hurt in order to figure out what you need to grow and flourish. If you're comfortable and everything is okay, you're not going to stress yourself because there's yep. no freaking reason to. Man, I read this quote. I'm gonna, I don't know if it I want to say it's Buddha, dropping gems, but dropping I, 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 it's not mine, mm-hmm. but I want to say it's Buddha. It's something like, in order for a tree to grow to the heights of heaven, its, deep, its roots must go as deep as hell. So it's almost like mm. the higher that you're trying to ascend, sometimes the lower and the darker you got to get to get up there. And that's some real shit, y'all. <laughs> and if you really, if you really truly think about a tree, the tallest trees, right. how roots. deep their roots are, how low they have to go, and how much in the darkness okay, they have man, to go for that magic to happen. Today. You know, just a, just a little diamond for the people. So. <laughs> She is hilarious, you guys. So, Miss Christie, um, I know you say you've been through more than one awakening. So, is a, how would you describe the awakening? I think a lot of people think that the awakening means, okay, I'm I'm awoke now. I, like, that's the end. Whew. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Thank you. That's over. <laughs> I mean, think about personal development. It's something that you're always doing. It's the same thing. Yes. Spiritual development. Yes, yes. You know, Mm -hmm. um, you are constantly developing yourself, growing yourself, evolving yourself, stretching yourself. And I mean, like Mia said, it goes in waves. So sometimes you'll go through a part where you're going through a spiritual awakening. Sometimes it's going to be a long spiritual awakening. Sometimes it's just going to be a day or something where you just have a really, really crappy day. And I think what happens is, and and again, I always like to say the awareness because it's just different levels of awareness. So your behavior changes based on, you know, what level or where you are in in your awareness of what's going on in your life, what's going on with the collective, your role in in this time and this space and your role in the ascension of the, the race and the consciousness of humanity. So... As you become more aware of things, your actions change. Yeah. The point is to be open to it, to understand, like, that. I think that original spiritual awakening is, oh, shit, I'm a whole spiritual being. Mm-hmm. Wait, what am I here for? <laughs> What's this about? Not to and listen then, to you jabber and talk about nothing. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Seriously. No. Um, and I think a lot of people will question whether or not you know, when they're going through this, should they share? What do you think? You have to be careful, I think, who you share it with. And, of course, we talked about living your authentic self and, you know, stepping into your power. But I think you also have to function with some wisdom mm-hmm. and Ooh. know who you can talk to and function who you can Function with some wisdom. Bitch, that's a word. <laughs> Well, no, it's true. Like, you, you'll tell some people, oh, my gosh, did you hear? Mia's is worshiping the devil. <laughs> She's wearing all black today. You see that crystal? <laughs> Please stop. stop. 
She has her tarot cards on her. We need to pray before she comes into our house. No, you really have to be careful with who you talk to. And so if you have a friend who know that you know won't judge you, won't look at you side, I will just be like, okay, look, tell me what's going on. If you have that person, by any means, by all means, tell them. You know what? I think, honestly, about telling people, I think we should check our intention of why we're telling right. somebody. That's so, true. well, you know, and, and, and come on. Now, we everybody knows somebody or is that somebody who is, as you're experiencing a spiritual awakening, sometimes we can get a little full of ourselves. And we feel the I need to... for 10 days. <laughs> I am the purest bitch of all. I am... Did you know I'm vegan now? And so sometimes we're telling people because we want to feel some level of ascension. And if no we're not feeling it, vegans. we feel like we got to be powerful over people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so let me tell you how I'm so much better. Like, whew, okay, that makes me feel better. So I think you need to check your intentions. Yeah, but intentions. if you're telling somebody something because you feel like my ex- me sharing my experience will help them with their experience mm-hmm. and their journey, which is why I think we share our yeah, experience. Yeah, that's why I share. Because I'm like, Oh no! People need to. Do we need to talk about this? Yeah, this a lot, a thing. And a lot of people want to talk about and it. And a lot of people want to talk about it. So I think it depends. Check your intentions. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. So managing your emotions. Oh my gosh! Meditation during that time. Meditation. Me and I mean me and knows like. <laughs> I, oh my gosh! <laughs> I thought at one point I was like, okay, like I'm just going crazy and I'm just gonna be. You know, cuckoo and broke okay um meditation really helped really yeah. so I, so think of think of emotions I, I, and again not mine uh energy and motion I thought that was so dope when I saw it because I'm like that is literally when, when you're expressing emotions or feeling emotions yeah. it's just your energy in motion and That's where is true. it going it depends on yeah you know what, what you're experiencing so at that time so when we're um, I think I hate to sound like a broken record, but it's the awareness of I am feeling something. Mm-hmm. So let me allow myself to feel that and understand. This is where people and I, and I and I'm just gonna keep it 100 with y'all. This is what people got me fucked up. <laughs> whatever it is that you are experiencing, whatever energy and emotion you are having, it is not your job to make me feel what you're feeling. Right. Feel your feels. Give me space and opportunity to feel my feels. And where we feel the need to connect those feels, we would do that. But sometimes when we're going through something, especially if we're reliving some hurt or clearing away some pain, sometimes we get to the point we feel like, oh, no, they need to know. Like, you, nope, mm -mm. this is your journey. You have to take that, accept that, love that, and heal that, and move forward. Even if you give it to somebody else to heal for mm-hmm. you, once you acknowledge it, it's still not the same. You have to heal that for yourself. And a lot of times when people are dealing with healers, what we're doing is we're just opening up space for you to do that. Because yeah. sometimes we're so tight and closed in, that's like you know that you can do it, you know that you have to. And so what healers do is we just say, let me clear this energy, now go ahead and heal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we can help you move energy. But at the end of the day, we all know what we need. Yeah. We do know what we need. So how did you manage your emotions? 
And I will say, let me quickly say, I didn't tell anybody that what I was going through because I honestly had no idea what I was going through. Oh, yeah. I don't even know how to translate this shit. What yeah, what, I was what, like, what? I had no idea. And so, you know, since I knew Mia was in this realm, I said, okay, well, look, can you be my spiritual coach? Look, I don't care what you have to say. You're going to be my spiritual coach. <laughs> She is cuckoo for And you're going to be my friend. And, and you're, you're going to like it. it. <laughs> Isn't that life how, how wonderful life is? I would tell you for me, so I'm not, you know how some people um, feel very comfortable, I call it living out loud. I'm not, it was very, uncom- like, like b- bullshit you're not, like, my family don't even know I have a podcast. <laughs> I don't know how to be verbose mm-hmm. and, and you know going through through that so the way that I'm I the way that I would manage my emotions I had to go to the dark but I've always been that even as a kid like it was like I have to go someplace and hide and like just and allow myself to get it out I have I'm an isolator mm-hmm. when I when I have to go in deep it's, it is not for television. It is not yeah. to be televised. It is not for anybody else because I know that in order for me to feel vulnerable and free to do whatever it is I need to do to clear and heal myself, I need to be feel vulnerable mm-hmm. and free without somebody to feel like, are you okay? What can I do? Yeah, like, oh my God, true. what the fuck? Girl, so I, I can't tell you how many trips to the closet I have. <laughs> the up trips to the closet? <laughs> to my closet. Just like... And you know, I have a daughter and you know, like and sometimes it would it could be it would feel so overwhelming, like, oh my god, I'm my the top of my school is going to pop off and fly <laughs> off up to the moon. So just go in there and allowing yourself to just whatever it is you need to get it out mm-hmm. so then you could <sighs> okay. How long have I been in here? All right, now now what? Right. So and, but I have to get to the now what. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you? How did you manage your emotions besides meditation? Because, girl, I couldn't even get to the meditation. I ain't even, I'm not, I'm going to keep it real. I couldn't even get there. I could not. Well, working with you helped because I would ask you questions and she would, you know, pull cards for me or she would do a reading for me and I would get a little bit of insight, which would give me a little bit more hope that I just didn't have mm-hmm. or kind of just fuel me for a couple more miles. Um meditation talking to you getting readings and um journaling mm-hmm. i'm not a consistent journaler but yeah the, the journaling helped a lot because i was able to and it wasn't even me journaling my thoughts it was my spirit guys just kind of sharing with me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then me going back and reading and saying okay this is not me yeah i'm trying to tell you seriously for real for real journaling has done so much for me and I'm such a big proponent of it and and, I, and and it's and it's honestly because when we are having like I'm talking about the moment when you feel like why am I doing this like for real like this makes no sense or when you're super joyous even at the extremes just whatever it is that comes out of you just put it down it's not like mm-hmm. there's no format to this if you if if i showed you some, like showed some of my journals i think it's all type of books in my journals but like it sometimes is drawing it's pictures it's numbers it's whatever the hell is coming out of me at that time but i need to get it out mm-hmm. and so when i'm in a different space and i go back and i read that with a different perspective i'm trying to tell you there is not one time where I have not blown my own mind like 
Oh, and that's just further confirmation that we always know what we need. Yeah, we always do. We always do. We just have to trust ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's a word. We got the trust. Turn, turn, turn. So let's talk about this last one. Dealing with the dark stuff. So, okay. Now, I, I will say this. We just had this, this spiritual retreat. Um, before this weekend, I would have answered this differently. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be honest. So, so you know, we, it's, it's, uh, you know, we're talking about this journey and how there's different levels of awareness and awakening. I had a different, another awakening. Um, I used to judge, like, the light and the dark, bad and you know, good and, you know, all this and evil and God, all of these things. And I, I would tell you for certain what I have learned is that it all comes from the same place. Mm-hmm. So dealing with the dark stuff, I don't even see it like that anymore. And now I'm looking at it just dealing with all this stuff mm-hmm. because it's all of you. I know for a fucking fact that every last being has light and dark in them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the message for a collective today that I had. I did a little uh, channel message for for the collective today, and that we'll share at the end. But it, so I don't even see like that. No, not just see that. I'm just dealing with all pieces of me. Mm-hmm. And why would I not deal with all pieces of me? Like I have no more fear of what dealing with the dark stuff. But I will tell you, when I looked at it as good and bad and dark and stuff. The biggest thing for me to get over that hurdle was acknowledging that that that, that darkness is in me, too. Mm-hmm. Acknowledging that, guess what, bitch? You might be the villain in somebody else's story. Right. Guess what, bitch? Mm-hmm. You wasn't all the way right. And you're like, wait a minute. I've been perfect my I ain't going to be life. talking you about. Mm-hmm. I am. And I, no, no. And no, so no, no. that, I think... that was the hardest part the acknowledgement of like you just baby you just not over here clean sorry (laughs) (laughs) you're not squeaky like that so and and, and dealing with that but now like I said just very new because we evolve we always change it's just an acceptance of every piece of who I am yeah no I agree with you on that like dealing with the dark stuff when you were kind of first going through how did you deal well like you always say or like you said over the weekend feel the feels feel the feels and I allowed myself to feel the feels Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I mean sometimes it felt like I was on the verge of falling off a cliff to death (laughs) yes but I was like you know what I have to let this out because I felt like if I didn't let it out I would just I would go crazy and there are, I mean, there are times, I'm an isolator too, so I wouldn't tell people. I would just be in my room and, mm-hmm. man, drinking wine and just crying. Yeah. You know, the ugly cry with that, your ooh, faces. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. You know where you, where you catch your breath for me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that type of cry. That was- and then, you know, your, your child is on the other side of the door like, Mommy, are you okay? Yes! <laughs> Knowing you were inside, just oh my god! Oh, you were like hanging yourself. I feel seen. I feel seen. I feel exposed. Oh, but just honestly feeling the feels and understanding that I'm human, and for whatever reason, I just need to go through this this season. It was. There were days where it was painful. It was. Mm. I didn't even know who I was. Some days, just Mm. like oh, Mm. you know, all I could just feel was just. 
pain. You know, and one of the, and that's the thing. One of the other things I've, I think we could have mentioned about when you were experiencing a spiritual awakening is the, um, the uh, what do you call it? Um, the back and forth of emotional mood swings. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Like literally, you guys, for real. And I, this is gonna be somebody, whoever needs it. I don't know who this is for, but this is for somebody. You wake up, you're having a great day, everything's good, you're productive, you're moving around, you're humming, you're walking on sunshine. You sit down, have a coffee, everything's cool, and all of a fucking sudden, the storm cloud comes in, and you don't want to do a motherfucking thing. You are lethargic, you can't move, you just want to lay down, you're tired, you can't figure out what is it. What's, what's going on here? The, like, I don't understand why. And then you start uncontrollably crying. Mm-hmm. And then you're over that. And then everything's happy again. And you start to question yourself, like, legit. Like, yo, am I bipolar? Like, this is, like, I'm not even trying to be funny, y'all. Because, like, that's a real thing. Like, you're just like, what? And so what's happening is, remember, we talked about spirit having to make you feel uncomfortable so you will seek mm-hmm. out how to get to center. So... It's like, let me show you the extremes of where you are. Your extremes are too extreme. Mm-hmm. We want to center you. So let me just show you the extremes. You're like, wait, wait, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But sometimes you just got to be uncomfortable to get to that point. And again, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I have not encountered one person who has talked about their spiritual awakening that has not talked about it being some time, some very pivotal and painful moments in their life where it was just like, what in the entire hell is going on? Like, this hurts so bad. Now, I'm sure there are people who, you know, just walk into the light and glory and love and light and bubbles and shit all the time. Congratulations to you, but that was not my experience. At one point, I felt like it was in in a room... With four walls, and the walls just started closing in, mm-hmm. just oh, getting closer like and getting closer and getting Ooh. closer and getting closer and getting closer. Like at one point, I just felt like the entire room was collapsing, and it's like you're suffocating. But then mm. you know that you know the the walls can only go so far. But yes. just that feeling of that feel, oh, oh and it's gosh. like intense pressure. Oh, you can yes. feel it it's like pressure. it's sitting on you. Yes. The pressure is. And it's real. It's not like even though these visuals that you're having at red don't seem real, the feelings that you are feeling mm-hmm. are very real. Yes. I think working helped me. Working out helped a lot too. Just getting, oh my gosh, dealing with all that stuff. So let me ask you, Mia, do you think the, well, we kind of talked about that, whether the spiritual awakening ever ends? It, it never ends. No, I think, I, I would say this. This is just my opinion. Um, I think the 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 first awakening, mm-hmm. especially as an adult in your adult years, because I think as children we we are often exposed to the spiritual side and the gifts because we're so much more open and vulnerable to it because we're connected to our godliness as children. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that first kind of awakening or awareness as an adult is who is very memorable. But then after that, I don't think it, it ever stops. This is not, um, I hate to use sports analogy, but, you know, this is not like a race where you say there's a finish line. Like, yeah. there's a, it's a 200-meter dash, go. 
This is not like that. This is more of, you know, the marathon where you're able to 111. 111. Okay. Oh. We've been talking for one hour and 11 minutes, and that just made me very happy. Mm. That was dope. Okay. Um, uh, we are, um, what am I talking about? <laughs> Oh, it's not, it's not, there's not an end to this. Yeah. There's just continuation of levels. And the more that you get into who you are and what your gift is, you, um, your, your ascension is higher because you're bringing up more people with you. So, um, I don't think it ever ends. It just evolves. It just evolves. I definitely agree. So if we had to give our people um, a little something to walk away with, mm-hmm. what would you say? Well, I have three little points. One, everyone is different. So mm-hmm. don't compare your spiritual awakening to anyone else's. Everyone has their own journey, their own purpose. Just stay in your lane. Um, two, look for signs. You know, a lot of times when spirit, God, mm-hmm. the universe, whomever you want to call it or your angels or your guides are wanting to get in communication with you but you're too distracted you'll start seeing signs you'll see some signs Mm -hmm. um and then three to trust yourself just like we had talked about you know we thought we were going crazy just trust and know that what you're thinking is not you being crazy like trust it you know, if you need to sit down and journal or write things out, do it. But trust yourself. And a lot of times you'll find that your intuition is correct. Um, I would say I think that overall change is is oftentimes difficult for people. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> my biggest takeaway, I, I mean, I, I'm going to piggyback on everything that you said because that, like, it, it's so real that honestly, that's just, it's just, that's exactly what it is. And the only thing that I would add is allow, like, once you are seeing something is going on, allow yourself to go on that journey. Don't look at it as like, oh shit, this is, this is going to be painful. This is going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Get excited because it's like the possibilities of who you are are opening up. It's it's like, you know, it's like That's seeing so a flower come up and all of a sudden, like my favorite flowers are peonies because I call them the exploding flower because like when you look at them, the bud is so tight mm-hmm. and small. And when that thing blossoms, it's like two handfuls big. And mm-hmm. where do all these petals come from? And where did the scent come from? So it's like when you're accepting that journey, you're being like that. It's like you're just exploding with the everything that you are. And so just allow yourself to be it and know that everything that you are is beautiful and perfect. It never comes out Except another way when you want to be in the fullness of yourself because the fullness of who you are regardless of who you are where you are in your life right now what you're choosing the mm-hmm. fullness of yourself is love period point blank so allow yourself to feel that feel the feels feel the feels so we're gonna go into our temple work real fast mm, i'm so excited What's the um, temple work? so <clears throat> I, I I hadn't I couldn't I hadn't thought of it before, but as we were talking, you know, sometimes this happens. So as we were talking, I was thinking about I want people to create um, their morning mantras for themselves, mm. the morning after that morning affirmation for yourself. But this mantra is specifically about accepting 
who you are. Mm-hmm. So I want you to think about and write in your journals um, something where you are. What do you need to hear for yourself about who you are and say and speak to yourself? Like it could be something, you know, I am a evolving being and I am accepting all peace and parts of myself because I know that they are from a place of love. Mm-hmm. Whatever that that is that you need to remind yourself of who you are as you're going through this because sometimes we need to say something like, okay, let me remind myself why I'm going through mm-hmm. this. I am a divine being and I am learning and leaning into who I am on a soul level. Mm-hmm. That's another affirmation. Like whatever it is that you need, I want you to write that for yourself and, and, and but sit down and think about it. Just allow yourself to get quiet. Dare I say meditate, but just allow yourself to get quiet Take some deep breaths. I like to do breathe in four, hold four, release for four, right? Three times. And then just allow yourself to just write it. I want, I really, there is power in free, uh, you know, in this free writing and divinely guided writing. So allow yourself to just see what comes up. Because, I mean, guys, I'm what, isn't, there's no wrong answers to this. <laughs> Like this, there's no wrong answers to this. That's like that's why I think we, um, you know, we really wanted to iterate that everybody's journey is different. Mm -hmm. Did you see that little video of the little girl? She looked at herself in the mirror. I guess she just got her hair done. She said, "I gorgeous." Yes, I gorgeous. I gorgeous. I love that. You guys gotta say the same to you. I gorgeous. I gorgeous. I'm perfect. All right, I want to know what the crystal today is. Come on. Today's beach crystal. <laughs> wait, now you know, you know I think I'm like the uh, sound machine. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I heard a whole little beat. <laughs> For me, it's the sound effects. <laughs> um, so today's featured crystal is apophyllite, A-P-O-P-H-Y-L-L-I-T-E. And it's actually one of my favorite. Oh. One of my favorite crystals. I feel like I say that about all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I love apophyllite. Oh my gosh, it's so. What color uh, is apophyllite? It's white. It's like a milky white. I meant to bring it from. I meant to bring it from down upstairs. Okay, so apophyllite is a hydrated potassium calcite, uh, calcium silicate mineral, and it's a tetragonal crystal system. Hardness of five. We've been talking about the most hardness, and most commonly, it's like a colorless white or gray. And it often appears in a cube or like a pyramid-type shape. And it's Mm. so cool because it grows like this naturally. This is the thing that fascinates me about crystals. They grow the way that they do naturally. Wait, so is this... Is that what she showed us? Or was that something else? This weekend... No, it was something that was, else. Okay. Because mm-hmm. it kind of grew, whatever that stone was, it kind of grew yeah. in the shape of pyramids. That mm-hmm. was kind of dope. Okay, sorry. Continue. No, but I love apophyllite. Um, so spiritual properties, it helps to bring high vibrations of light that are known to soothe feelings of anxiety, fear, and worry. Um, this powerful but gentle healing crystal is a must-have because it helps to calm an anxious mind in times of stress. So also the funny thing is like during my spiritual awakening, I got apophyllite. Like I wanted to get something really? that would help me. Yes, that helped. Interesting. Um, because the stress, I mean, I didn't, I had no idea that I wanted it, but, or why I wanted it. Um, but working with the crystal, it helps to absorb negative thought patterns, mm-hmm, off rocks mm-hmm. when it comes to sorting out problems in a more productive way. 
And so have you worked with a pop flight before? So honestly, no, I haven't. Oh, I, I've heard you talk crystal. about it before. Um, do you guys there's so many beautiful crystals and the, the different so energies that they emit are just absolutely wonderful. Um, but I, I, I've heard you speak about it. Now, somebody else that I heard speak about a pop flight and I just haven't. Um, I love it. Well, you know how I am. I like to when I buy crystals. I like I like to I'm a, I like to touch. Like yeah. I, I need to touch to 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 know. So I just haven't been in front of some puff like mm-hmm. to to touch them. Yeah, I be molesting crystals. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't help it. They're so oh, they're so beautiful. You just I gotta feel the energy. So you guys already know how I meditate with crystals. So I would put the apophyllite in my left hand and meditate. And um, something that I learned in my crystal healing course is that you can, when you meditate with this crystal, oh, and it's so freaking cool. You can meditate with this crystal. And one of the things that you can do is like envision yourself inside the crystal. And there's like a crystal guide that will show you around the crystal. It's so cool. And it's like apophyllite. And I think, is it Lemurian that does that? That has like little goggles with it. It's so cool. Like there are these, you can meditate and go in the crystals and it's whatever. Okay, that's dope. That's super dope. dope. Um, But with apophyllite, you can, you know, make sure that you breathe in the purest white light. Feel the energy of the stone in your hands. And as I mentioned, meditate with it. And make sure that you have a specific intention that you want to bring to it, like maybe healing past wounds, mm-hmm. um, relief, uh, releasing negative thought patterns, or like, you know, protecting yourself from harmful energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but apophyllite will hold the intention until you're ready to use it. So apophyllite is just an amazing crystal. It's gentle. There are some crystals that aren't so gentle. We That's all true. Know. That's true. Moldavite is kind of like, ah! Interesting. But ah. <laughs> well, you gotta show me a pop light before I leave. Yeah, I'll show it to you. Um, so yeah, that is the crystal for the day. Um, so we are. Oh, I swear we try to keep these to an hour. So <clears throat> no, we don't. This morning, <laughs> or this afternoon, I was trying to figure out. You know, like I did a little meditation for the group. So um, I wrote this down. This is. And it says, this is a message to remind you that you are a sovereign being, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I called in one of my uh, guys, which is Metatron. And I think we will talk about it at some point. Like, tools and guides that you have to help you along on your spiritual journey. But, um, so, let me just say this. This is for the group. <clears throat> so, he says, it feels like a long time coming, but it's really not. Time as we know it, it is shifting, or at least our perception of time is shifting. Honor the space that you are in because it shows you your progress. Remember, um, you govern where you, you know, you govern where you focus. So whatever you focus on, you bring to you. Do not be fooled or be focused on going into the darkness to seek understanding because sometimes we'll just say, well, I want to understand all sides, so let me go explore the dark side. So they're saying, don't be curious about the darkness because the way is in the, the way is the truth and the light, but understand 
because I'm never going to tell you to ignore the darkness, but understand that darkness and light exist within all of us. It is simply a choice. So it's not saying, hey, let me go see what the dark is. It's like, let me explore every piece of me and understand that that all comes from the same place. Just like we are all connected as one, so are those energy levels, okay? Mm -hmm. And so it is simply just your choice, you guys. That's the beautiful thing about the journey. It's free will. So as you explore your free will, we ask that you remember to allow space for others' free will Mm -hmm. and understand that as you go on your journey and as you are growing and evolving, give people space for who may not be where you are yet. That does not mean that they are beneath, behind, or late. Everybody's journey is perfect and right on time, Mm -hmm. okay? So know this wisdom in every moment for yourself explore like start looking at things that you look at as a bad experience or something you regret looking at it like but what did I get from that I guarantee you there is not one experience you have where you have not learned something about yourself Mm -hmm. or humanity or Mm -hmm. the collective um and then um you have power don't forget you have power to choose what you create and who you are so the big message here is do not give away your power for creation. When we give away our power to create and manifest the lives that we desire, that's why it makes it so easy for us to go to the dark side because we're looking for, like this is like the Jedi, <laughs> because we're looking for our power back. And so when we give up our power to create and we wait for other entities or being to create for us, the opposite of that creation is destruction. We go into destruction. So we want to destruct other people's creation. We destroy, We want to That's destroy true. our own selves because we forgot what it felt like. So destruction sometimes will feel like creation because we've given that power away. And they're oh saying, my gosh, do that's not so be deep. fooled. I can barely, like... I know. It's, it's, a, it's a word. And again, I have to get... Th- this is, again, downloads from Metatron... And um, so it is. That's for you guys. So take some time in the process and everything. Wow. I mean, Oof. outside of the fact that the wine is kicked in and me <laughs> is over here preaching a whole word from Metatron, I'm like, my brain is on fire. Fire. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it's the end of today's podcast. We're right under 130. All right. We did it. I don't know. You think we can do an hour? But as it, always, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Can y'all you. pray that I'll make it to the gym tomorrow at 5 a.m.? We're, we're going to go to the gym. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to Two Queens and Crystal Things. I'm Shout out to all the men that are listening out there. We, I appreciate you. We appreciate you. Let me tell you something. Sis appreciates the man. Before we go, please show us some love by liking, subscribing, and sharing our podcast. And also be sure to follow our podcast page on Instagram, which is Two Queens Crystal Things. And please feel free to ask us questions on here. If we get enough responses, we might be sure to include them in our next episode's discussion. And let me say, um, follow us individually. We have um, at Christy R. Edwards. 
to if you want to learn more about her crystal healings that she does, which by the way, I need an appointment. I got you. I'm still processing. I got you. Boo. I know. Okay, I am so too. I'm like, and there's some energy stuck at the bottom of my root that needs to go up. So we need to get some 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 energy flowing. I got you. So at Christy R. Edwards, and then you can follow me at Wings. Wait, I got it. I got it. Cause I always forget. Okay. It. I pulled it up this time. It's Wings Unleashed four four four. And we talked about angel numbers four four four. That's one yes. of those numbers. Wings Unleashed. That's one word. Wings W I N G S Unleashed U N L E A S H E D four four four. Um, for Akashic record readings. And I'm a spiritual and empowerment coach, you guys. So, you know, I'm looking forward to talk to you. And as always, if you guys have questions, I'm doing free consultations for people now. Mm. So if you guys have questions or something that you want to talk about, we are always open. Like, we're not, this is about us sharing our journey and hoping that there are people out there who can relate and connect. Because at the end of the day, we say this at the beginning of every podcast, this is about raising the consciousness Mm -hmm. of everybody, shifting your mind and helping people manifest your life. Like, in real life, that's seriously why we're doing this. Exactly. And and, and it's fun at the same time. But honestly, this is mission work, okay? So... We love y'all. What's happening next week? Okay, so next week we are going to talk about, I always said this earlier, just like um, guides. I see it. We're talking about ascended masters, your angels, your guides, and how it is that you connect to these beings to help you on your journey. It is what it is. It is what it is. And if you guys have any questions for us to answer for the next show, you can send them to info at twoqueensandcrystalthings.com. Until next time, beautiful people. Light, peace, love, and soul. (laughs) Good night, guys. Have a nice day. Good night. Yay.